0: If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate. For as little as $1 per month, you'll gain exclusive access to the Loudpipes after show, The Downshift, as well as other content and sneak peeks available only to our supporters. Even $1 goes a long way, and we truly appreciate your support. Better yet, come ride with us. Step up to $5 a month and receive an invitation to the monthly video hangout and the Riders of Loudpipes private social network. Hang out in the clubhouse with other riders, chat with us on show topics, and so much more. You want free swag? Select the barbershop level, and we'll send you a free t-shirt and an annual swag bag. Loudpipes.net slash donate.
1: It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast centered around motorcycles, the motorcycle experience, and other automotive diversions. Recording from r Studios in Charlotte, North Carolina or wherever sufficient
0: bandwidth can be located. Here's Rich Warfield and Rico Hogan. John Marigold. <laughs> Loud Pipes, episode 73. Fresh off a awesome time at Easy Riders 2017 here in Charlotte. We got to ride today with one of the riders of Loud Pipes. Of course, a stop at OMB when we were done. And Johnny John... Spider silk, is it within arm's reach? Oh, there he hey, is, man! What's happening, buddy?
2: Doing good, doing good, and and you know we got this little montage over here of a chair. That's right, with Rico's picture in it.
0: Yeah, can't can't leave my buddy Rico out. We got a little spot for you here. We've got a picture. We got an extra beer out. It's all good.
1: Oh man, I appreciate it, family. I appreciate it. How you doing, Hogan? I'm hanging in there, pimping. I'm hanging in there. How my boys doing? Well, I'm dry now.
0: Oh, man, did we get soaked. <laughs> oh,
1: soaked I saw so the forecast. I saw the forecast. I was like, ooh, six, 50%, 60%, 70%. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're going to get wet. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I can confirm, yes, we did get wet. Nice.
1: Well, good for you. Indeed.
0: You have a beverage, Mr. Hogan?
1: I do. I am drinking a... Uh, a per- Imperial tonight. Imperial? As in the Imper- style? Imperial. In, like in the beer. And it's also, wait for it. Oh, yeah. It's in the can. There it
0: is. <laughs> Very nice. So now, what are you guys drinking tonight? Well, I, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, scraping the bottom of the
2: kegerator at the moment. <laughs> Nice, John. What
0: did you manage to dig up over
2: there? Yeah. So, so Mr. Warfield on their way home says to me, "Hey, you got room in the trunk?" I'm like, "Nope." Why? What you need? Need beer. So the only thing he had for me, and it's breaking my my uh, New Year's resolution, is the reds, reds, reds Apple, Reds Apple Ale. Yep. So having some Reds tonight. All right,
0: And they're fresh, too. I think they were from the last time Kenny was here. Yeah. Which was probably more than a year ago.
2: Well, <laughs> it's going down. And, and, and what did you find out of the, the barrel?
0: Well, I'm closing down that Sam Adams mix pack I was telling you about. And this is not bad. This is called Fresh as Hellas. It is a Hellas lager with orange blossom. This is from Sam Adams. Not too bad. 54 the 5.4%. I don't know, 18 IBUs. This is right up your alley, John.
2: And yeah, that probably is. How many of you have been drinking over there already? They're rich. You're kind of like... This is no, numero uno. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's number two.
0: It's the first one in the studio. Thank you very much. Oh,
1: okay. That- oh, that's true. See, see. Yeah.
0: The other others were at OMB. Yes. Those don't count.
2: Oh, Okay. See that? It was
1: almost an hour or two ago, right? I know. Hours. Awesome. Hours ago. Yes. The, those don't count.
0: So yeah, this, this show is going to be mainly about easy riders. Um, and I think the way we're going to do this one for this episode is we're going to kind of stay high level. We're going to sort of stick to the experience. You know, what we took in, what we saw, uh, things we enjoyed. Um. And just sort of, you know, a little bit about the bikes. We're not gonna get super deep on it because I think we're gonna end up following up with a few of these guys and gals from Easy Riders. So Yes. More to come. Nice. Time for New Topics. topics coming through. Get out of the way. Oh. Watch out!
3: Get it going! Oh.
0: Well, the first comment I want to make about Easy Riders is that it is still dominated by Harley Davidson. Oh, what, what, what are you getting a little cranky over there? What's going on? I
2: thought you were going to mention the other word that still. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. But
0: um, yeah, Rico, Indian is making a little bit of a presence. So there was a couple last time, and then the time before that, there was one or two. But this year, they're they're out a little bit more with a vengeance. So definitely saw more Indian bikes around, um, the big wheel bagger bikes as well, even on the Indian side, to a lesser degree. But there were a lot of Indians that were just, I would say, nicely accessorized or nicely painted, you know, not really the -the over-the-top customs. There were a couple of those, but most of them were just, I
1: would say, nicely accessorized. Okay. Oh, I can't wait to dig through the pictures and find them then. That's right.
0: And a good handful of Scouts too, which was nice. Yes.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about that. For sure. Oh, well, sure. Uh, a couple
0: of other makes that were represented, you know, a couple yeah. of Hondas. There was one BMW, a BSA, a couple of Triumphs. There was a nice little corner, uh, actually back towards uh, where Indian of Charlotte was. That had. That's where the, the BMW right, was, right? yes Do you remember that yes and one of the riders of Loudpipes, micah his shop that he goes to what is it two that i don't two know. something cycles i know i'm gonna completely hammer the name but but they had a triumph bonneville entry which was pretty cool
2: there's even victories there
0: there was even a couple of victories especially yeah. that corvette
2: victory that was cool. Corvette. Don't, 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 don't let him see if you can find the pictures of that. See, oh, uh, Right now I'm looking
1: at, the, you know, Ducati's up in here too. So I'm like, what, what, Ducati's up here? Yep. Yeah. All
3: right.
1: So I'll, I'll, I'll keep looking. Keep
0: there going. was also a handful of, of custom sport bikes that were really long, you know, the really long, um, swing arm in the back, you know, big wide wheel, crazy paint, you know, over the top paint. So it was neat to see a couple of sport bikes still in there too.
2: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. There was a couple trikes running around.
0: Yeah. One Morgan.
2: Morgan. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and
0: one that they needed to get the hell out of there. Slingshot. Hold
1: on. No need. They had a sl- they had a slingshot in this thing? Yes. Oh Lord.
0: I got some video of it. It's all raced out looking.
1: Nice. I no, see a nice V ride, red and white V ride here. Wow,
0: that was neat. Yeah, it was a fire fire engine theme. Uh-huh. What was that called? The fire rod. Yeah, something like yep. that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Fire rod. Fire rod. <laughs> so from the last episode, I have to bring this up. John's got a new nickname: <laughs> Thunderstroker. <laughs> 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 or two two episodes ago. Sorry,
1: man. <laughs> Yeah. We all took a vote and that's that's John's Uh, name now going forward. Thunderstroker.
2: Okay. Thanks, Rich. T D, no more. No more. It's T S now.
3: T S
0: And he he said it just so matter of fact. He was just moving on. You know, that one eleven Thunderstroker. He never batted an eye. And I was like, I am not letting that pass.
2: We're gonna stop
0: right here and giggle about that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm.
2: Yes. It, it was. It was an interesting show. And-
1: okay. I'm looking at this slingshot. <laughs> and they, they really? That that's one you're gonna go for. Backyardbagger.net. Really? They're gonna call this a backyard bagger. Seriously. Right. Seriously.
2: I didn't, John. You got a picture of that? I don't. I don't think I did. Yeah, you got I'm looking dead at it. I must have the done. The, the orange and
1: black and gray. I
2: must have
0: with the, with the white yeah. white letter raised white lettered
1: wheels. Yep, looking dead at it. You got a picture of it. Orange and black. Orange and black. Nice white letter tires. Oh, okay, he did get a couple pictures. A- a- yeah. LED lights on it looks like.
0: It is from Backyard Baggers. I didn't realize that. What's the matter with them?
1: Don't know, but uh, we might have to have a talk. Yeah, we're gonna have have to go down there and
0: give them a talking to.
1: Right, but what do you think about this thing? I mean, not to go off topic, but this is like the elephant. This is like a elephant in the in the room. So you 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 just did notice it.
2: I noticed it, but I didn't
0: buy it. I noticed it. I mean, ah. I I don't know where to go with this thing. It's like from the seats forward, it's a car. Yep, they are. It's like it's an automotive seat. I mean, the fact that you sit in it and not on it is like strike number one. Right. And then just the the front of it is a car. I mean, it's there's a GM four cylinder engine under that hood. Yep. And I'm just like, okay, because it drives a single wheel out the back with a belt, does not a motorcycle make? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'm sorry, this it's just a just a three wheeled car. <laughs> End yeah. of story. That's it. That's <laughs> the a three wheeled sports car. <laughs>
2: yeah. So so let's let's kind of go down the same topic of that. So does a Morgan fall in the same statue as yep. well?
1: Yeah, because you get in it, it. Well, they seats. You have a steering wheel.
0: The name of that it, company is Morgan Motor Cars.
2: Okay. I I'm I'm not I'm just asking a question. The only thing that
1: would either get it even get it closer to being a motorcycle is the the motor in the front. That's it.
0: Yeah, it has a motorcycle engine in the front. Right. Is it's not a motorcycle though.
1: I don't know. Nope. Not to me. It just it just has was that? An S and S motor on it, on that on those things?
0: Yeah, I think some of them S and S, yep. Yeah. We saw one with an old is it a knuckle it? or a pan. Custom- oh, geez. Sorry. <laughs> TD over here, just Sorry. with the sound effects. Put, putting
1: it out there. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So, so that, so that we, now that we got the junk out of the way, you know, we talked about them. <laughs> l- 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 let's, Uncle, I don't know. Uncle Eddie's drunk and now he's leaving. Right, he's like, okay, I'm just gonna sit on the couch here and just don't mind me. I'm gonna puke over here in the corner. Right. All right. So what do you, what do you guys think about this show this year? More people,
2: more yeah. bikes. Yeah. So, so yeah. W- w- let's we'll go back with that. But if showing up, we get there and and we walk into the convention center and we check our helmets and the coats and which was pretty cool. Um, I don't remember what. Ch- motorcycle club was running was the christian motorcycle club was running i think something like that i have a brochure here somewhere so that was pretty cool they were doing it and kudos to them for helping out and doing that for riders that come in but we walked up to the ticket booth and awesome here's the ticket booth and it keeps going wraps around oh yeah the line tickets was ridiculous keeps walking and then it's like oh my god but they were moving it only took us like. 10 minutes max?
0: Yeah, it was pretty efficient and a a super long line. So last year was an anomaly because of the snowstorm. I realized attendance was way down. Uh, Custom bikes was way down. I mean, heck, a lot of vendors didn't even show up last year. Right, I remember that. The Perfect Angels didn't make it. I mean, none of the celebrities they had on the bill made it. You know, it was just a a very light show and, and due to the weather. So... And I was telling John as we walked around, I said, "Last year it was really depressing. People walked around; they kind of hung hung their head down, and yeah, I mean, not literally, but just it was like a down down vibe, you know. This sucks. Yeah, Yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, this sucks. No one's here, and I'm here, and it's cold, and I'm miserable, and can't ride.
1: Right, right, right. But we did it anyway. We did it for our listeners. We did it anyway.
0: Yep. But this (laughs) year came back with a vengeance. You know, big crowd, and I think even bigger than." Two years ago when we all went, the three of us all went, and then even the year that we took the boys. We went with Caleb and, and Bryce that year. It was bigger than that.
1: Wow. That's massive. Nice big spread. Yep. That's that's awesome. So did uh Mike, what yeah. do you think about the show?
2: So so we learned something that not sure how long Mike's been riding. I know he's a very seasoned veteran rider. And come to find out, this was we popped his cherry. What his custom show cherry? Yeah, this was his first uh, bike show, bike show ever. So that was oh. we found that out, which was pretty, you know, pretty cool. And he walked in there, and he was just in awe.
0: He was really drinking like, it little, in.
2: Yeah, he was a little kid. And he, t- he took he took seven hundred photos, I think. Yeah, what? seven or eight hundred photos killed his phone. Yeah, it's done. Just done. <laughs> It, it's gone. So his phone battery died. He's like, "I'm out." He was like us the first year at Barber.
0: Nice. You know, he was just drinking it in. <laughs> A steady
1: diet of bikes. You know. Wow. So w- which one? Uh, which one was his favorite? Let's go there. Did he say or no?
2: Yeah, I know which one was that favorite. And yeah. There's um. Let's if, talk about that a little if bit. If you can Rich, if you can pull up the photo real quick, um it's a custom chopper out of a guy so, out of Illinois. In Texas. No, Illinois. Lone Lone Star or Lone Star was the name of it. Lone but. Star Chopper out of Illinois. I don't remember the town.
0: Yeah, Waterloo, Illinois. It's called the Lone Star Chopper, and the name of the bike was El Ray. El Ray. 2016. But the what is the guy's name here? I'm looking for it. Oh, Larry. Larry, gosh, I can't even read this. His first name was Larry anyway. But this is someone that we're gonna try and follow up with and see if we can get uh see if we can get him to come back on the show. But the bike had if you just looked at it quickly going by, mm-hmm. you wouldn't get it, essentially. Because it just it was a long chopper, it was blue, you know, springer front end, spoke wheels, nicely polished. Panhead motor, but on the surface you you just you wouldn't get it. You're just like, oh, there's a really nice, clean blue chopper. But if you stopped and looked at it a little bit, you know, as as Mike did and pointed out a lot of the things to us, you really got some of the detail that he got into. So, you know, Mike took it a step further. They had like a mini interview with the guy. You know, we were somewhere else, and then we couldn't chase him down later on. Uh-huh. You know, to to do it properly, but. But yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna try to try to hook up with Larry in the future. This, There's some this, really unique things. I'll just let you look at the pictures and figure it out. Kind of like, you know, how Mike led us through it. He's like, you know, look at the engine. Tell me what you see. And I'll just I'm gonna send you all of them. I'll let you go through it, and then we'll do a U-turn on it. You can tell me what you find.
1: Okay. <laughs> so okay. Spot it. Just so I, I'm thinking I'm on the right page, but is this the one with a knucklehead on it? And it's got the. The girl on and hang up you know, got her up arm up on the tree, got a moon on, and all that. Is that the one?
2: No, it, I don't think John got any pictures of this one.
1: Okay.
0: I, I, I right.
2: did. It's in the very beginning pile because um, I got it when we first walked in.
0: Okay, I'll drop a handful of these where you go into the shared library. Okay, I don't. Okay. I don't know if you'll get them right away, but no worries. I'll put them in that one that we call Caesar's head.
3: <laughs>
1: sounds good
0: alright so yeah I I want to say that was his favorite but in general you know Mike's a very mechanical guy he really spends some time looking at all the details the, the innovative ways that people try to hide things or try to make things work you know uh, uh, not everyone has or let me try to say not everyone is just flush with cash and can just buy part upon part you know some people are making do with what they have so you can see some of that in the bikes you can see things that they've done. It's like, oh, well, they probably had that part laying around. It's not it's not right, but they made it fit. You know, that kind of thing. And he really gets into details. And and John and I were talking after we got back home. Was You could tell when Mike liked something because <laughs> the, the shutter never stopped. Yeah. You know, he was under it and over it and around it and really cool. He, he helped me a lot today. Helped me find little details that, that sometimes people miss. So that was pretty cool.
2: Yeah. Especially that chopper that he found was very interesting when he sat there and talked to us about it and explained it and looking at it. I mean, there's two, there's another bike. And the board tracker too. That Remember the one that looked like it had no controls on it? That And we one. had to
0: spend some time figuring out, okay, this lever goes here, this wire is hooked to that. And then you finally trace it around and you realize the floorboard has a
2: pivot yep. and that's the clutch clutch and the other side was the brake. The other side was the brake. Unreal. That's how it was operated. Get out of here. No,
0: no. <laughs> so before we get to the bad news on the customs, uh huh. the happy part is a lot more vintage. Yeah. More knuckles, more panheads, more just older sort of choppers and uh, I wouldn't say many like bobbers, but definitely some some older choppers. You know, your your more typical Harley chopper. A lot more of that than I remember seeing in the past.
1: Cool, cool, cool. All right. So, <clears throat> how did they have a how how did they have the 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 center kind of separated? Um, just kind of walk me through when you walk when you came off the elevate uh, escalators, you walked through. What was the first thing that grabbed your eye?
0: Well, the first thing they always seem to have out is the the Easy
2: Rider chopper. Yeah. Is that from Easy Rider, the movie? I don't know. Maybe. The red and white chopper? Yeah, there's a picture of it Mike said on the bike at the end.
0: God, that's embarrassing. I should know that. But anyway, you know what I'm talking about, the red and white classic chopper.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so gotcha. that,
0: that's always there, like right at the entrance. And then we took a right this year, went down towards uh it was kind of a mix I would say of vendors custom bikes uh we went by the Ray Price booth John um knows some of those people up there from the Raleigh area, and then we made our way down towards like the concession and the stage um all the way i guess we'll call it the far right side as where you come in but yeah, just a nice a good a nice mix of that, and then as you go back, which would be now towards the left. Again, I like the way they mixed up the bikes and the vendors. Because I think one year, Rico, when you and I went, there was a whole section that was nothing but vendors. And then the bikes were in their own section. Mm -hmm. And this was just a mix. There would be like a double stack row of bikes, and then a row of vendors, and then a double stack row of bikes, and then another row of of vendors. And I I really liked the way that was laid out because it broke it up so nicely. Instead of having just a massive field of mostly big wheel baggers and then you know the vendors all off to one side
1: i want to talk about this bike and because you know as i'm scrolling through a lot of these pictures um this one sticks out to me and it's a victory but it's a special victory it's a black and red one and it has the corvette oh, badging and
0: oh that's the one. oh, <laughs> did, you, did you notice the power plant on that one
1: uh I did, I did. So, talk to me about that. Talk to me. Des- describe this bike for our listeners first off.
2: So, so it's a nice red, like you said, Corvette. The symbols on the front have, you know, Corvette logos on it, and down at the description says, twin turbo Corvette inspired. <laughs> yes sir, twin turbo baby. So twin on on the both the exhausts on the back side is turbos. That was the only negative
0: for me, the aesthetics and the implementation of how they plumbed the turbos nah, not a fan, not a fan because nope. they're they're right in front of the bags there I mean just they would basically be just under your legs and ah uh, it's it's kind of like what Lloyd was saying, right It's hard to plumb a turbo on a bike and, and make it look good, mainly you know because of the plumbing and things like that but Mm-hmm. This is a classic example. Like all that plumbing and the way it's just sort of tacked on there, it looks terrible.
1: But the fact that they're on there, yeah, granted they're in a like uh, uh, an awkward location on the bike. Yeah, but still, they have twin turbos on a victory, did they indicate how much horsepower is being produced from this bad boy?
0: I didn't. I didn't see that. Didn't and, see it, and there wasn't anyone around to to chat with. But I, I get it yeah i would love to have the power out of that i'm sure it's a fantastic ride but aesthetically i was kind of like kicking yourself in the junk every time you walk out to ride your bike okay it's kind of what it looked like if i can put it mildly
1: right so (laughs) this bike was bike number uh 112
3: 112. they're out of
1: fate out of fayetteville north carolina guys so yeah uh, What's up? Sounds like you might have to make a trip out there to kind of talk about this bike.
0: Maybe. Carson Baker. Baker American Cycles. Let's do it up. All
2: right. But yeah, it's it's pretty cool to see that. And and that's what I have to say that looking, and I was looking for it. The scene and the customs do seem like they are maybe what Lloyd said was making the muscle chopper bagger muscle bagger muscle bagger because it did seem like there was a lot more superchargers mm-hmm. turbo bikes than years past i mean i know one two what is there about three turbos there Four. Oh, uh, there were several it, several superchargers as well yeah several supercharged harleys now now i don't know if it's in the list there Rico, we'll we'll cross back. Did you see the black uh twenty seventeen Harley in the list? No. Uh oh you're talking about the leather wrap? The, the leather wrap one. No, I haven't seen that yet. Tell me about that. So so and I looked through it. <laughs> um locally here at Bike Exchange did a has a twenty seventeen street glide street glide that they had wrapped in leather. all leather and they just finished it at 3 o'clock in the morning yesterday to finish it at 3 o'clock and on the PowerPoint it's the first turbo yeah first Milwaukee 8 turbo apparently (laughs) and 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 looking at it and I know Richard goes you didn't like the plumbing on it but the funny thing is from if you when you got close yes it kind of looked bad but when you got a little bit farther away I couldn't even tell it was turbo it was pretty compact, I must
0: say, because they kept everything on the right side of the bike. Um, but yeah, just in general, I, I don't like the way turbos end up getting plumbed on a motorcycle, because there's not a lot of room to work with. I mean, even you look at the digger that Sacred Steel did, which was there, by the way, Rico, and there's a lot of plumbing to that, too, that comes around the front of the bike and down the side. So It's just a lot to work with. I'm, I know it's a challenge. and the one from from the bike exchange, I think you would like that, Rico. It was it was quite tidy.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, Turbo man. Milwaukee. Eight. Jeez, oh man. So I know you guys probably didn't get a lot of details because a lot of times the the owners of those bikes aren't stationary. They like to walk around and take in all the different things that's happening there as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, did they? Was there any kind of indication as far as the the horsepower of any of these bikes that were that were shown to, this time around?
0: Well, the the turbocharged Milwaukee Eight they haven't dynoed it yet. It was because it was just put together. I think they said day before the show. Is that what you said, John?
2: Yeah, it was.
0: So they haven't had it on the power. the The Sacred Steel guy. What did he say? They were at hundred twenty or hundred forty on that digger.
2: I think this, I think they got... Or was that the speed? The speed they got up to 110 on 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 the bike, but the problem that he said is not so much the handling, but it's the braking with that long nose. That long rake, yeah. And they need to change it. I think he said change it to disc brakes. Well, it has disc
0: brakes, but because of the angle, I thought they were saying that it... it vibrated. It vibrated or bounced up and down or something when they were chatted. Something about getting on the brakes was was problematic. Which you don't want when you're going over 100. Yeah, so it's very interesting. So, yeah, Indian, more Indians, I think you'll notice that, Rico, from the pictures, and even more so from the video. I tried to get a representative sample of each, you know, so that it wasn't just a Harley overload. Right. But, but, yeah, Harley's clearly still dominating, and the big wheel bagger thing is still a thing. Uh Uh-huh. Very, very much
2: so. But I don't know, so, uh, maybe uh, maybe waning a skosh,
0: would you say, John?
2: Well, unfortunately, I hate to say this, they, but they've gone bigger now because it used to be 22s, 24s, twenty six. Now they're up to a 30 in the front. Yeah, well, they had the 30s for a while, but yeah, it was mostly the big extreme ones. But but I know the guy from Bike Exchange, when we were talking to the about the leather-wrapped Harley, He's ready to be done with the big wheel fad, and that was a big wheel. And then we're looking at that—I don't remember what you called it, Rich—that clean-looking one. That
3: what the hell?
1: <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I just—I—I I, I just found the bike you guys talk about—the leather wrap one. Yeah, the black oh one. The black one. My God, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Holy moly! And there's another one. It's got a knucklehead looks like motor in it. The, the tan, yeah, the one that's all steampunk. The pump, brown steampunk looking. Yeah, yeah, steampunk. Yeah, I mean the front end, the front forks, everything on this bike is just like how the.
0: Yeah, that hell? one is is really really crazy, and you know our usual our usual comments when we we do a show like this is we'll have a few pictures in the show notes. So loudpipes.net slash 73 for this episode and probably do a video like we did last year as well. we will take all the little videos, clips and snippets and the pictures. Rico will put some banging music to it and we'll get that up on YouTube to our now 102 subscribers.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. This is a 1973 knucklehead tricked the hell out. I I can't stop looking at this thing. (laughs) This is amazing. It's amazing.
0: Mike got to speak with the owner there
1: as well. Did he speak to the owner? I saw the owner. I thought he did. I'm sorry. I misspoke. This is not a knucklehead. This is an iron head.
0: Yeah, it's a Sportster engine.
1: Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I love the front end on this thing. What do you call that? I got to find out what kind of front end this is because I want one.
0: (laughs) It's a leaf spring, but yeah, there's a name for that style.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to misspeak and get blasted, but wow, it's amazing.
0: What happened to the photos?
1: What happened to the photos?
0: Yeah, all the thumbnails went away. Or did you add more to it? I didn't do anything. John, what are you doing over there, TD?
2: (laughs) Nothing. Nothing.
0: Got you in the studio, and now you're messing things up. up messing things
2: up. What's up with
1: that? I know the, the you know I'm trying I'm trying to like come up with a way to describe some of these bikes. So I know I kind of bounced to that to that uh, Ironhead. So we're talking about the black leather uh, 2017 Street Glide Milwaukee Eight, correct? So uh, yeah,
3: well,
0: I don't think there's much else to say on that one. I mean, I'm not trying to 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 belittle the bike, but it's just—it's basically just a leather-wrapped street glide. You know, I—you know—they changed the front wheel and the fender and things like that. But I don't know what else really there is to say on that one. I mean, turbo, right? Turbo engine, but
1: turbo, yeah. Dirty air, front and rear. Now there's and another. On that Nick, did you
0: see? And I know we're kind of going all over the place. Did you see the Indian? lightning bolt chieftain the red one uh, there's
1: there's hold on let me try to scroll through here so we can
0: it's kind of like candy red but then like some matte red that has like a sort of a carbon look to it you'll know it when you see it titanium headers the cam drive um is exposed
1: when
3: you tell say me what it. you liked about it, as I, it. Well
1: tell me what you liked about it.
0: The first thing I liked is it's nice to see people taking on another platform other than Harley. As much as I like Harley, it's nice to see other bikes in the fold. And to me, it was the contrast of the red. You've got this really nice deep red. And then there's an even darker red that has a pattern, but the the sheen is different. It's a it's not quite matte, but it's not quite glossy. It's somewhere in the middle.
1: And it looks like a carbon fiber. Yeah,
0: somewhere. it has almost like a weave pattern to it. It sure does. But it's not carbon fiber. When you get up close to it, it's it, it's some other pattern. And John's got pictures from like 10 miles away, so I'll have to go to some
2: of them that I took <laughs> up close. <laughs>
1: wow,
2: well, well, i like. sorry. The- <laughs> I'm so sorry. I like the glass...
1: Uh, uh, cover on the side there with the custom exhaust pipes. Mm-hmm. Wow. And John doesn't give a picture, but
0: the clutch Wait. the clutch cover was also open. You could see the clutch. Really? Fair, clear cover. Yes.
1: And you know what? This is the same... This is from the dealership I bought my bike from, it looks like, at the Charlotte, the uh, Indians of Charlotte.
2: It is. God.
0: Good eyes, Rico. Good eyes. <laughs> And Mark was there. We didn't get a minute with him. He was a busy man. Okay, we wow. did. We did wait for him for a while, but then we were like, "Ah, eh, moving on." <laughs> I hear you.
1: Wow, nice bike though. Is that? Job. Cool? Yeah. Yes. That was neat. Lightning boat Indian. It's got lightning going across the tank and down the middle through the seat and everything.
0: Now I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm just going to have you go roust up the pictures, and we can talk about something else that John likes. And then we'll come back to it. But go find the Sportster the- with the sidecar. I see, I
1: saw that. <laughs> I saw that. You want
0: to do that one? <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh,
1: yeah. Holy cow. Now, we got to tag these because we're talking about them in the show. We've got to have these in the show notes. Um, so as uh, people are listening, they can actually tag those photos that were, you know, these bikes that we're, we're talking about. So let's, let's, let me find that bike again. Hold on because I was just thinking to myself, holy cow, look at that thing. <laughs> but yeah, while, so, while you're doing oh, that. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it.
0: <laughs> as as I was looking at it, the thing that really struck me is that they put a Springer front end on it. Yes, look at that. So I'm like, cool. Springer front end on the Sportster and a matching Wicked sidecar. Yep,
1: yeah. And I got the gorilla in the car with it. <laughs> that was very well done. I really like that. I like the orange accents on the push rods, on the air intake, the shocks. You know, the striping down the middle. That is just too sweet. I like the swoop on the the rear fairing as well.
0: Yeah, it's very well done. But as you look, look a little closer to like the wheels and stuff. You'll see like the hub is orange inside the wheels. And all sorts of little details. Like they put orange in places like you you really wouldn't expect it. And it's like, yeah, they really had to go and, and take this thing apart to get all those pieces painted like that.
1: Yeah. I wish I would've got a picture of the other side.
0: (laughs) I have some video of it all the way around. So.
1: Wow. That, that's a nice bike.
0: Yeah. We kind of split it. You know, John, John took a lot of pictures with his phone. I focused on the video and then I took some with my phone, but. I think lesson learned for next time we go out like this, we need some sort of bag, like a, I don't know if it's a backpack or a duffel bag or something, but I just always seem to have like six things in my hands and it was just so frustrating.
1: Mm. Well, you normally, you know, there's normally three of us.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like, I've got, you know, I've got the task cam, I had the camcorder and then in the camcorder bag, I had the cards. And the stickers and stuff like that. And then I wanted to have my phone handy. And then at one point, I also had a drink. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> but all this stuff in my hands that I'm trying to manage Generally. and and then try to actually take some darn photos. It was, oh.
1: Uh, I can imagine.
0: It's a lot of work, people. It's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of
1: work. <laughs> That's what I'm we'll, saying. We'll try to make it look good. <laughs> you know, and I'm, uh, yeah, as I flip those pictures, I'm a Mike with his loud pipe sticker on his shirt. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was funny. He's like he's like, Give me a sticker and he just stuck it right on his shirt. Nice. That's
1: awesome. Thanks, Mike.
0: Yeah. So yeah, let's see. Where do we go from here? John? Do you have one you want to talk about?
2: Do I have one? No. I mean
0: No spiders. No spiders. No, not a one.
2: No, no spiders. Not a one. What? There's there's pretty you know awesome vintage bikes. Um I guess the one that really, I guess when we really got down to was that racing one with the controls as the footboards was was pretty awesome. Yeah. I, I think just the clean look and how how you really had to look at it and figure out how, how would you ride that thing. And it took, you know, about five minutes to figure it out. Um, Interesting.
0: I think Aaron is on Mixler. He's giving you our time, Rico.
1: well that's cool what's up (laughs) oh I oh 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 wee oh wee this thing which one the size of the front okay this is the Predator oh oh dear holy moly that is is that a 30 inch wheel on the front of this thing yes
2: is this the black one no this is the red one when you first walked in they had them kind of like in a big area where they're kind of Roped off.
1: Yep. Bike number two hundred nine. Holy cow! Wait till you, <laughs> wait till you get to the black one. Well, okay. So
0: you're back. You're back at the predator. Look closely at the front end on this one. Oh,
1: yes. See it? It's a single. Looks like a s- single swing. Single sided uh, fork. Size, yeah. Wow. Nanas. Holy! Cow. Wait, there's no disc brake on the front of this thing either.
0: <laughs> I think I think I there might be it. A, there might be a break in the hub somewhere. The hub? Yeah, because I've got a picture from the other side where I think you can see some of that. This thing is bananas.
1: I know we're not into the the, the whole big wheel thing, but wow, yes, That's impressive.
0: So this is built by um, Richard Wright. He's from the Chop Shop in Lexington, South Carolina. I'm just reading the spec sheet here. 120 cubic inch diamond cut Harley-Davidson motor with turbos. One-off aluminum body. Uh, One-off frame, ballistic cycles, and Dan Rollins. It's a one-off single-sided front end with a 30-inch wheel air ride
1: lay frame.
0: Crazy.
1: Holy moly. They're in South Carolina. Lexington. Lexington.
0: Yeah, always some cool stuff out of uh, Richard Wright's shop. Every uh,
1: every show. Yeah, they do some amazing work. No doubt about it. I think they also did the monster too. There was a monster, the green one.
0: That's. I think that's theirs as well.
1: The monster, the green and white. Yeah, that was that was pretty nice too. That's that was a victory. That's a
0: victory. Yes, sir. (laughs)
1: Look at this. Look at the subwoofers all over this thing. <laughs> oh, it's ridiculous.
0: Sound for days.
1: Holy cow. Uh,
0: now the victory is cow. at one, it says 106 cubic inch, 120 horsepower, 118 on the torque. 1900 watts, 12 speakers, DS18 audio system, uh, full front and rear air ride, 30 inch wheel, custom paint. Wow. Look at that! Holy cow! Yeah, that's
1: now, John. That's, you're
0: you're more into this than me. Is that the Punisher? What image on the primary there?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: It kind of looks like it.
2: It looks like. Yeah, I was going to say it almost looks
1: like yours than you have on your bike, but no, it's a little you're different. Not quite, yeah.
0: All right. So those were cool. You liked the predator. We'll put a picture or two of of that in the show notes. Uh, of course, we'll be in the video. I went all around that bike, but I I have to say I I still got to come back to the the big wheel bagger thing. I really kind of got tired of it. The show did you? I got to the point where I was just seeking out something that looked different, and I was really kind of drawn to the old bikes. You know, all the you know I don't want. Well, I guess they are vintage, so I would say the vintage bikes you know, the cool chops with the, like I said, the knuckle, we were searching out knuckleheads for Zion. That was his request. <laughs> so, so we had a mission there, but yeah, knuckleheads, the panheads, quite a few shovels Iron as head. well. Yeah. Quite a few Ironhead Sportsters. It was really cool. I'm I'm really digging that kind of bike way more than, than the big bagger.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, I don't know if we will be able to, to afford a uh, ironhead or knucklehead Panhead motor for our custom bike we want to build eventually, but uh, it'd be nice to run across
2: one, don't you think? Yes, I think it'd be kind of cool to figure that out and do that. But
0: I wasn't listening; I was chatting with Aaron.
2: <laughs> he's off doing other things. See, Rico, he's That's giving so me no bitch. love, no love. That's so <laughs>
1: bitch. That's all good. That's all good.
2: So you
0: want to get an old bike to work on? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, yeah, I do. And it's just a matter of just finding the right motor and building around that. I like that. I really am digging that that, um, that leaf front end on that one bike we were talking about briefly. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. I want to do something unique like that for my bike, so I'm hoping to be able to find some of these pieces to put it all together. But... You know, that that's going to be a long process, but uh, we'll get there.
0: Yeah, I hear you, Snappy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm give you a nickname.
1: <laughs> Snappy. Snappy. I'm sorry for snapping in and out. Sorry, fellas. Or maybe Snap Crackle Pop. No, sorry. We won't go there.
0: <laughs> All right, let's see. I got to pick another one. Let's see. I took a lot of pictures of, like I said, the vintage bikes, so... We've got many of those to look at. Should we talk a little bit about the bikes we saw from Sacred Steel?
1: Yeah. yeah, let's do it.
0: That was pretty cool. So we come rounding the corner, and of course the one that stuck out to me was the Indigo Moon, the one that has the little globe on the back with the... Was that... Do you remember? You saw that episode, right, John? Mm-hmm. So was that Jason Wilson's hand? Yes, that went into the mold. Yes. Yeah, so there was a hand on the sissy bar, molded out of metal, and then there's a little orb in the center. So that was their their Indigo Moon, and it was pretty neat. So they had that one there. They had the Dutch, the Digger, and I forget what the one was at the end. What the first one was called, but the only one they didn't have was the Trike, the Corvair Trike.
2: Yeah, and they we talked to Jason, and I have not found his name yet, but this, on the show is a gnome. This is what they call him in the group. The gnome. The gnome. He's the, I know he's the youngest one of the group. Yeah, and he's, he's pretty cool to chat with. We, we probably spent a good 10 minutes talking with him.
0: Yeah, it was neat. Really down to earth. So it was neat to talk not only about the bikes, but we talked a little bit about the show and their thoughts and sort of what they went into. And it was really cool. So we, it's funny, we went and looked at other things and then came back. And Mike has never seen the show. So he wanted to sit on the,
2: the, easy, rider the easy
0: Rider bike. So he went over and asked Jason. <laughs> and he's like, oh. And he's like, I don't know. People have been sitting on it. And Mike comes back and just sits on it. We got some cool pictures of it. And I'm like.
2: And then I go, do you know who you just talked to? Yeah, it's he's like, like, dude, you know who that is? And you just talked to guy from Sacred Seals. You go, what? And he went over there and spent another five, ten minutes, you know, really talking about it. Nice. And, and they, they the, 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 the Duchess, or the Dutch. The Dutch, yeah. Was one that they really, we looked over and talked about and well it was neat to go back the second time because
0: then we really got into some of the details about the bike you know why they did certain things and different kind of parts they use and problems they had and i think you said they only had 18 days to build that one. two, two weeks two weeks most of them they had two weeks i think you were saying they Had
2: 12 days to get them done or two weeks and they had to get them done um very interesting in trying to get stuff done and that was the one that Jason Wilson wrecked. Yeah, on the test ride. On the test ride. Because they, they had a real, what's that front wheel called?
0: It was some kind of split split rim. I don't know the name of it, but it, it's basically a split wheel. It's like a two piece wheel.
2: Yeah, and it's not a good idea. And, it was unique, but also not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, so they changed it back out to a regular wheel and it's all back together and. I guess according to what he said was if the floorboard wasn't there, it'd been a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, it was
0: really neat. It was neat to look over those bikes. So after watching the show and I'm assuming that many that listened to us have probably watched sacred steel bikes on discovery and it was neat to watch the show and then to be able to talk to one of the guys and to see some of the bikes up close. You know, actually get your hands on it and take some pictures, and and what I enjoy about these bike shows, and and I'll thank Mike again for helping me get even more in tune. Is I really like just standing there and going over all the little details with the bike. So some of them like the steampunk bike, which I'm I'm blanking on the name. The closer you look, the more detail you found. Right, and I, I sort of equate that to the helmet that I had done by Mr. Rivera, and I told him I, I want the same sort of theme, like, I want you to make this helmet detailed, but also hidden, you know, like you have to look closer to see some of the detail, and I, I really enjoy bikes like that, and that's one of my favorite things about this kind of show. Dad, we'll
2: go back Talked about your helmet real quick, you know, when you showed up today at Krispy Kremes, Mike and I were there, and you show up with a helmet, and you show Mike, Mike's looking at it, and he's looking at it, and all of a sudden he looks at the back and goes, Oh my goodness, there's a skull in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one in the top is obvious. Yeah, the one in the back, he's like, there's a skull. In the- yeah. Yeah, as you sit there and
0: look at it, it's like, oh, there's another one. Yeah. I love that. I love that detail. Right. So that's a pretty sweet job. Yeah. And I'm enjoying that helmet. I think the, the pin lock is, I don't uh, I'll, I'm going to be unkind for a minute, but the pin lock seems like a gimmick. So.
2: I, I don't have the pinlock on my visor. Um I my tinted one has it so I could get it, but I haven't done it. My clear one doesn't have it. That's one of the differences between the Quest and the R F twelve hundred and the GTR is they come standard with pinlock clear visors. Mine didn't. Today in the rain coming down, well I kind of when I left out of Durham this morning at seven fifteen it was foggy and I had Mist and fog driving through, so it was interesting coming through, and I had issues with the fogging. Um, When we left the show, it was raining. Soaking wet, yeah. It wasn't a sprinkle, it wasn't a downpour, but I mean, it was a good, steady rain, and and it didn't make a difference. Even with mine, it was no help whatever way. I had it fixed coming into Charlotte this morning, where it wasn't fogging up, but... When we got left of show, it was no way around it. Visor up was getting wet. Visor down. Yeah. I had rain inside the the visor fog, and it was just... I mean,
0: I think it it fogs less than without it, but I guess what I was expecting with the pinlock is that I would be fog-free. And the thing I really don't like is it's distracting. So the little pins at the end of the visor, they catch my periphery just enough that I always know they're there. And then when I actually put the inner piece in the helmet, the edges of that piece are reflective. So they catch light. they catch different sources of light as you're riding along, and it's super distracting. So I think, I think the pin lock, at least for me, is going to go. And I might even ditch the shield as well so that I don't even have the tab. Okay. Because I I keep catching it in my periphery and it's annoying, right? So pin lock might go bye bye.
2: Um, and then the other thing I had to kind of equate to something that worked out well, and if nobody has them, is on my my Klein Gore Tex gloves. I have that little rubber wiper on the on the index finger. Yeah, the little squeegee. <laughs> that thing's freaking awesome. Nice. Oops, sorry. Went a little hot, settle down there, babies. That that, that thing was pretty freaking awesome. I mean, I used it many <laughs> times today. Of like, oh, sh- sh- sh-. all right, there we go.
1: Nice, so, yeah. That's that's got to come in handy in the rain, I'm sure.
2: Right, and 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 the other thing talking about today, you know, not to get away from the show, you know, it, today was too re- late. <laughs> wow, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, when we left. Today was pretty much my first day of riding, I would say, of really long ride in rain, so. When we left the show?
0: Mm-hmm. Or by on your way down? Because you were just in fog this morning, right?
2: Yeah, it was fog, misting, so it wasn't, like, terrible. Yeah. But this was just, you know, rain constantly. Puddles, and it was. Huh.
1: So where you, were sick- car- you. Do you terrified about riding in the rain like that for that long of a distance? Or did you finally just find yourself and Wait, got comfortable and just rode on?
0: We went from the convention center to OMB. It's like four oh, miles. <laughs> well, oh,
1: that's it. So what are you whining about?
0: I'm
2: not, I'm not whining. I'm just saying it's, it's been... You're whining. You're whining. You're still whining. I got soaked. <laughs> I can say that much. I got to get some cheese around here. Go with that wine. But <laughs> but to come down this morning in the fog, yeah, that's the first time I've been in that weather too. So that was a different experience. So you got I, your, pro, I felt,
1: you got you got your cherry pop too.
2: Yeah, I I got a little bit today.
0: Well, I I get what he's saying because there was a lot of standing water. I mean, South Boulevard it's kind of a mess. The way the the way the road is because it's always seems to be in some state of construction, and there's a lot just a lot of standing water. So. I don't, it doesn't really upset my bike all that much because the wheels aren't that wide. Uh, I don't know what that does to the Spider, but I I can see where that, if you haven't ridden in that kind of situation a lot, I can see where that'd be unnerving, but we still didn't go that far.
2: Well, I know we didn't go that far. I mean, there was just a lot of, it was raining and just being out there. Yeah, it was raining hard and there was a lot of water in the road. Sanding water. Spider didn't have any problems. It was just, and, and to answer Rico's question, did I have... Fear? No, I I didn't have any. Even leaving this morning from the house, I didn't have any. Uh, right with uh, Rich and Mike. I mean, I knew those guys were there and they'd look out for me and make sure everything went smooth. So,
0: I was I was pretty good. I keep forgetting that darn Independence is only forty five mile an hour,
2: <laughs> and you're doing um seventy um something like that at one point. Might have been a little higher at another point. Yeah,
0: I looked down at one point, and I was like, duh. That's a little <laughs> quick. I keep forgetting it's only 45 up through here.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, so you're ripping it along. Okay, so going back to the show, as I'm flipping through the, okay. the bikes here, there's this yellow and white ridiculous rake that's, chopper, or something that with a turbo on it.
2: Yeah, that's the that's the banana... Is the name? That's the digger from Sacred Steel.
1: That's amazing. A show you haven't seen yet, by the way. Right. I love the work on the on the top of the, the top of the motor. It's amazing. Whew. That, you got to put that out there. That's that's just too cool of a bike not to talk about.
0: Now, have you have you made it to the black? Is it a street glide? Road Glide. The Black Road Glide from Back Alley Hot Rods. Number 212. Have you got to that one yet? I want to get your thoughts on that front wheel. Black.
1: Black what now?
0: Black what now? It's a Harley, of course. Road Glide. Harley. Road Glide. And the number on the bike is 212. And the numbers we keep calling out for, for people that haven't been to um, Easy Rider show before is you know, it is a custom bike show and these are all judged as part of the competition. So you get a card on your way in and then you pick the bikes that you want by category and then overall. And what you do is you just mark those numbers down and, and throw it into a bin. So, but they do that late in the day, sometime between six and 7 PM. And by then we were at OMB and actually we were almost home by then. So,
2: yeah. And this it's not just easy rider. Cause when I was up to the Ray pledge, uh, capital city fest, they mm-hmm. did the same thing. So, it's a standard, I think through shows is to have the card there with with what it is and who did it, so
1: yeah,
0: so did you get to that one yet, you see that massive thirty inch front wheel
1: still digging two twelve still digging two twelve
2: there's quite a few photos uh, now here's uh, I, an
0: interesting one that i didn't didn't know much about but The 1948 Harley Davidson 125. Did you see that one, John? Yeah, I did. So they said this was Willie G's, Willie G Davidson's, his first motorcycle. So this particular one they had on display was uh, a (laughs) one-cylinder, (laughs) two-stroke, three-speed, four-horsepower. Four-horsepower, huh, Rico?
1: Four. Count them. Okay, I found your bike, 212. Holy moly. Sheez, old oh man.
0: I just thought it was different. I thought they were doing something different with the front wheel.
1: The front wheel, yeah. That's that's unique. I haven't seen that before. Yeah. And
0: to kind of describe it a little bit, it's if you took a solid disc and cut some ovals out near the tire and then just make some thin veins but leave the center part of it solid and the ovals on the outside aren't much bigger than a couple inches long,
1: it's kinda it's kinda it's kinda
0: like a solid wheel just with some oval cuts in it.
1: Yeah, kinda like what uh the Flying Fortress sorta that same feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, just a lot more spokes. You know, this right. probably has forty, fifty spokes. Yep. Yep. So I thought that was neat and that, that smoky brown paint was like that. was pretty cool too.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like John's that,
0: camera takes thing. terrible pictures, but it looks good on mine. <laughs>
1: Well, I gotta see it on yours then, because this giant's camera sucks. I mean, sorry, John. No, it looks, it, it looks it, good.
2: It, it, I'll, it's okay.
1: i will be, <laughs> be able to pick up what what the the feel here. Yeah, was for that bike. So it's it's really sharp. I, I really I can dig that. It. I think it's too much brown. It needs a little something to break it, it up, but I do like. Yeah, I don't know if it was. It needs some black or some chrome. or It just needs a touch of something. Maybe like a really loud green color or yellow or something to make it pop. Flames. Some flames up in that piece. Everything needs flames. Yeah. So uh, I know we talked about Harley a lot. So um, any like um, touring bikes like the Roadmaster or the Limited, any of those bikes done up well? Or no, it's just all baggers.
0: Um, I didn't notice any roadmasters except for the one that Indian of Charlotte had on display.
1: And you were talking about Scout Scouts too, so A
0: couple of Scouts? Yep, there was a kind of like a, I would call it an Indian corral and I have to sort of fast forward from where we are. So go past the leather-wrapped Milwaukee 8 until you get to a 1946 Indian Chief. And in that display, you'll see two chief you, you see the 46 Chief, you'll see two Scouts and two Chief Classics, I guess. I don't know. They, they're they hard bag Chiefs. What is that? If it has hard bags but no fairing, what one? is that? Which one are you talking about?
1: Oh, that's like a Springfield?
0: Yeah, it's not a Springfield. There's no windshield either. Chief Vintage Classic? Which, which one are you talking about? That one right there? It's
1: got to be a, if it's a hard, if it got hard saddles, it's got to be a Springfield.
2: Yeah, it's not a Springfield, though, because it's not that old. I think it's a new one. I think this just kind of designed to look kind of oh, I'm, older. I'm looking
1: at the red and white one. It's the newer one, the one I'm looking at, Yeah, uh, bike number 204. Yeah. But, it's but, got the spoke wheels. But what is I'm that? Love.
0: Is that a That's, Chief Vintage? Or is it a, like, I don't even know what that is.
1: Yeah, I don't know. It's not no. a
0: Chieftain. There's no fairing.
1: No, like I said, if it's got hard saddlebags with no no front fairing, it's a Springfield. If it's the newer model, but if it's the older one, I couldn't I couldn't place it. I had to lean on my TD to pull up the Indian.
0: Do some do some tap a lap over there. Mm-hmm. The Scout was nice. The one with the um sort of the bomber. Bomber babe, oh, the brown oil on the yeah. side. Yeah. yeah, that was all sure. paint. That was neat. The thing, all right, there's something bugging me about scouts, though. This is really bugging me. Anytime I see a scout where somebody's done something to it, the only thing that really seems to change is the tins. I mean, I know they change other things, but visually, I look at it and I go, okay, wow, you got new tins. Because Just the stock parts on the Scout, I don't see people changing that. Like the cast part that's under the seat holds the rear shock. Like that cast part, I don't see anyone changing that. Same with the big piece in the front that holds a radiator. I don't see people customizing that. So from the side, you get the same profile every time I see a Scout. Yes, true. So just a tip for guys out there, if you're customizing the Scout, you need to start cutting these things up because they all look the same. (laughs)
1: Cut them up. Cut them up. Cut it it up. (laughs) Take that motor out. Put in
2: something new.
0: You got to cut it up. Cut it up. (laughs) So
2: go back to that picture, that red one, real quick, guys.
0: Okay. I'm there. I went too far. 204?
2: Yeah, 204. If I'm thinking it's a Chief Vintage.
0: But does a Chief Vintage have hard bags? Or maybe they just put hard bags on it. Off-backed. The Vintage have yeah. sauce bag. Okay, so they just
2: but, went but I'm looking. The hard bags. But I'm looking at the, the front so, wheel. They took looks. Looks like they took the front.
1: You know, they shook- spoke wheels, white white wall tires. Yeah, yeah. That's, that that looks. Unless they put hard bags on it, it looks like a Springfield to me.
0: Oh, I know it's not a Springfield because ha-
2: Springfield has a shorter rake. Yeah, and Springfield doesn't have that f- um, sp- spoke wheel either custom that could be custom yeah
1: true somebody didn't take a picture of the uh
0: no, i know i i got video of it don't you worry all right we'll have to
1: clean that up later don't you worry yourself
2: take take me you know take ts and put him in the corner for a few minutes and give him his time out yeah thunderstroker, take it easy
0: <laughs> all right so let's move down the line let's Pick another bike to, to be little. I mean, enjoy. Did we finish the, the sports store with the sidecar? Are we done with that one? That's neat. Uh, I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Wow, uh, Sacred Steel bikes. Those were cool.
2: Good time chatting with Jason. The interesting thing is, I seen a lot of bikes that I saw in September, or a couple of bikes from September at the Ray Price show here. So that was kind of interesting. And I think there was also. A couple of bikes from past shows. Yeah, yeah, I've seen, definitely seen shows before.
0: What What do you think of the Smurf, Rico? 2016 Street Glide Special, matte blue paint, called the Smurf. This is from Absolute Custom Cycles, and they are in Denver, North Carolina, just up the road. I thought it was nice. I know, um, I know, Mike for one, uh, who went to the show with us. He's not a fan of the matte paint. Kind of sees it as more of an unfinished, unfinished paint. But like Zion was telling us, it's actually finished with the same clear coat. It just has a, it just has something in it to make it look, look matte. It's got the same kind of protection. And you can't wax matte because otherwise it's going to get polished. It'll shine again. Yeah. I thought this one was nice. It was well done. Just a simple outline of the Harley bar and shield on the tank in black and the rest of it is blue. So that that Smurf blue, if you will, wheels are black, motors blacked out, as is the pipes. I thought that was cool. I'd ride that for a big wheel bagger. I'd ride that, and that was a twenty. That was a twenty-six inch front wheel. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, twenty-six inch. Yeah. So, what do you think of that, Rico? Yes? No? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I could. I, I could. I could see it. I could totally see it. Just would I buy Harley? one? Yeah. Just yeah. Right. <laughs> You can say it. I'm fine. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Just another Harley. Yeah. But you know, it's neat. I like the mat on there on the with the blue. You know, that's different. You don't really see that every day. At the end of the day, and the seat's nice. But at the end of the day, mm, yeah, is that a dirty board's exhaust on that thing? It Looks like it is. Nice.
0: You also need to go look at bike number. Sixty-seven. Is it two sixty-seven? It looks like two sixty-six. The tracker.
1: Smurf. You want to talk? You want to list off all the things that's on the Smurf first? No. 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 It didn't have as big of a wheel. I don't think.
0: Yeah, it's twenty-six.
1: Right. That's still big enough.
0: That's big enough. Big enough. But I wanted to get back to two sixty-six. The, right, let me find 266. The knucklehead sort of tracker, board tracker looking.
1: I hope this is entertaining for people that are listening because, you know, as we kind of bounce around all these different bikes and and um, talk about them, hopefully, you know, you know it comes across as awesome bikes or something to look at in the show notes or something.
0: I think the best thing that comes out of the Easy Rider's visit is will be the video at the end of the day. So this is kind of our take, you know, what we enjoyed, what we take out of the show, you know, our experience, if you will. And then the video will showcase the bikes themselves. Yeah, let's focus on
1: that. So what did you learn that you didn't know, you know, before you you went to the show? So I guess let me rephrase that. What did you learn from the show that you didn't know before? What did
2: I learn from the show? about any bike there. I guess I'll have to put out that that tracker and the and that first bike and how much you can hide parts on a bike. And that tracker I guess the innovative piece i will throw out is those floorboards and how you had the floorboards operate the brake and the clutches. I think pretty cool. It's pretty cool, but is that something that you learned?
0: I didn't know that you could do it. I'll go back to my my other theme with Mike. So not necessarily something I learned, but I think the what gets often overlooked with these custom bikes sometimes is the level of detail. And I did find, I don't know if it's more than other years or maybe just my eyes were opened a little more. The amount of detail that goes into some of these is just astounding. Like the leather work, that you find, and the paint, and the finishes, and the little, you know, chrome here, chrome there, polish this, you know, this part is matte. As you sit and look at, I would I would dare say any bike that was at the show, if you stood there and looked long enough, you would find something that you didn't see, even if you had looked at it, you know, for an hour, if that makes any sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if, if you spent a lot of time looking at a bike and then you came back to it and looked a little closer, you'd probably find something else. I think it's a better way of saying it.
1: Mm. Okay. I
0: don't okay. know if that's something I learned, but maybe more of a, it just sort of deepened my appreciation for custom bike. Mm.
1: So any, any bike there that will be like NAS tanks?
2: There was one. There was a couple.
0: Yeah. There was a couple. Uh, there was one that had a
1: huge
0: nitrous tank on the left down tube. I mean, it was like, like an auxiliary fuel tank. It was massive. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it because it also had what looked like a vertical oil cooler. Yeah, running down the side. I'm not. I know I'm not going to find it now. <laughs> scrolling, scrolling.
1: Now I see John got some action here, sitting in the chair.
0: <laughs> John got some got some loving from the perfect angels.
2: Just a little. Oh boy. Take one for the team. Take yeah. one for the team. I, I had to, had to. It's a tough job. I, I know I, it is. It's, nobody else was there, Rico. You went there, so you. You, you know, it's tough being a TD. I know. No, the TS. Come on, let's get it straight. TS.
3: Yeah. <laughs> get it
1: straight
2: here, buddy. <laughs> we got to get that right.
1: I hear you, thunder stroking him. Yeah, yeah. That boy. Look at the smile on that face. It's
0: red too. My goodness! Yeah, I
2: see that. I don't know why, but anyways, <laughs> I don't think <laughs>
0: I don't think you have any pictures of that NAS tank. I think it's all video. I thought I did because that's one that Mike was telling us to to look closely at the forks or look closely at the frame. Yeah, keep the going. down tubes.
2: Keep going.
0: I don't think you have any because if I go this way, I'm going to get back to Sacred Steel.
2: Just before Sacred Steel.
0: Are you sure? Yeah. Not this round of Sacred Seal. Okay, let me go back. This is making terrible audio, I'm sure.
1: No, I, I'm sure. I'm oh. sure. I think a lot
0: of this is going to hit the cutting room floor and not get picked up.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: So, um, any bikes, let's see, so any bikes that... All right, so let's take a Panhead, for instance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those were back in the 50s. So, any bike that had the panhead look that wasn't a panhead that wasn't a
0: panhead yeah that you noticed not that I noticed the ones that I saw that looked like panheads I believe were and that's another tip for the blue bike we were talking about from Lone Star look closely at that engine we'll leave it we'll leave it right there Am I going the right way, John, or am I going the wrong way? I'm going the wrong way now.
2: No, I think you're going the right way. Keep going.
1: So the way that you can really tell a panhead is a panhead because of the with the transmission.
2: Oh. Oh, while we're sitting there, Rico, we found a new we found your project bike. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. There's a nice, nice pink Harley <laughs> in there for you.
1: I saw that piece
2: of crap
0: sitting over there. <laughs> it's actually a Dyna. If you look really? at
1: it. Yeah. I saw the backside of it. I was like, ew. Or is
0: it a sports star? It might even have been a sports
2: star. I I uh I, I thought that was for you, Rico. I thought, okay.
1: nah, it wasn't for me, brother. It wasn't for me. No way in hell. I mean, sorry, no way.
0: <laughs> well, let's take, so I think we've probably run quite a while on the, on the show, but let's, um, let's take a little bit higher, higher level look. What am I trying to say? What are you saying, Rich? I don't know what I'm saying. Let's take a long, to, a you longer you view of the out. show. Yeah, I want to zoom out. Let's zoom out on the show. So, <laughs> I guess overall, bigger than last year, which was pretty easy. Given I don't know smell. I wasn't
2: here last year, so it was it bigger? I think people
0: are still excited about custom bikes based on the crowd and the energy that was in the building. There is. So it's good to see that that's that's still a thing. Uh, I really hope the big wheel bagger thing is at least peaked you know if it's not on the downturn at least please tell me that that has hit its peak
2: well talking about that i mean we had two people we honestly talked to that said they were ready for it to be over with
0: i mean one guy builds them as part of his business and sells them and he's he's done with it so to me that speaks volumes that were on the downhill run of that in fact
2: i think he had a big wheel bagger or big wheel and was getting ready to reduce it and no, I think he already reduced it, and he switched to that V-Rod. Another point for Lloyd?
3: Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? yeah.
2: Is that what we're talking about? And Power then, baggers? And then, hang on, we'll go real quick on that. He's talking about going to get a 2017, the Mill eight, because he really likes Mill eight, except he does not like the exhaust. He hasn't been happy with that as well. That's
0: going to be another point for me this year. That's going to come to a head. What's that? That's my other prediction. What's that? That not being able to put whatever you want on the new Harleys is, oh, it's going to yeah. come to a head.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The EPA is going. To go.
0: Well, people are I either going to just do it and void their warranty, and then have to butt heads with the dealer to get something fixed, or they just won't buy them.
1: Right. work on it themselves.
0: Whatever.
2: Yeah. They'll go buy some of those
0: ugly Indians.
1: <laughs>
2: That's said true. Ugly. <laughs> or, or, or to go get one of those discounted victories that are out there right now. Yeah. In fact, talking about that. That's the smart money. If if you, wa- if you want
0: you know a, a nice bagger or a cruiser, you better be hunting down some leftover
2: victories at this How point. How about this? Look at this point. Talking with Mike tonight. Because he's honestly, I think, not speaking, maybe he is, looking at a cross country. He likes that cross country, yeah. And the price he's getting it for. Price is right. And it is... Uh, Ten K less than the Harley. Yeah. Yeah. You could take that ten K and where could you go? Oh yeah, customize that You could boy. buy an FJ. <laughs> 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 you can get an FJ
1: 9 to go along with it. You get it. another bike.
2: Well, he could <laughs> go get that motor tuned up.
0: That's true. Oh yeah,
2: Lloyd to the rescue. What would he be putting on that little that little bike? So about two hundred horsepower. Whew. So there you go. So it speaks money.
0: Heck yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Why would you spend 24 grand on a road glide, get you the cross country or Magnum, supercharge that thing, still be less money than a road glide, and,
2: and eat everybody's lunch? All day. Taking lunch money. In, 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 yeah, taking lunch money. <laughs> the victory fit and finish isn't there, but why not take that money and, and make it your own? Right. Yeah. And, and complete it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's there, so run with it. So hopefully the big wheel stuff is out. I have to agree with you, Rich. I was getting sick and tired of looking at baggers. I even mentioned to John
0: at one point as we were walking around, I was like, I don't know that I even need to do that show next year. I've done it three or four times now in Charlotte, so. There it goes
1: when we're new. That's
0: all it is to it. I mean, we really basically go now because it's right in our backyard, but I I don't know that I need to see that show again next year.
1: Yeah, so right. it's just a, a, an influx of baggers overload what you saying?
0: <laughs> I was getting my finger ready cuz I was going to say the B word. Well, cuz so I was hovering over the sound
2: effect. <laughs> you said it. No, I said B word. No, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I do think that <laughs> may- <laughs> we we do need to maybe next year you are right, I think scrap this one off the list. Of something to do, take it and save it for something else, and also to be place.
0: Well, it's an it's an easy day because it's here, right? We just ride uptown. We can take it in. We can be home. It's it's not even a day. When did I leave home this morning? 1030? Home Ten thirty. You quarter to eleven, and we were home by six thirty. That's an easy easy day.
1: Yeah, I guess too. It's good to know that they came back strong this year. And they represented a lot of bikes across the board. It sounds like, and you know, after looking at all the photos, it looks like there's a lot of, you know, custom builders there this time around that was, you know, showcasing their bikes and what they can do. So hopefully that they, you know, everyone made some good contacts, some people that are interested in their, in their build quality and so forth. Yeah. Hopefully you got to see something unique. You know, hopefully there's you know some talk about you know how to do certain things you know why they did certain things this way and why they went to certain directions so you know i I was hoping to pull some of that out of you hopefully there was a lot of conversation with some of the builders and the directions they or the inspiration they got or have for a particular bike and why they went certain ways with their builds you know hopefully that you know uh, I didn't get the chance to pull any of that out because we we're kind of bouncing around. Talk about the various bikes. So hopefully, we can kind of recap uh, on some of that, on some of the conversations that you may have had, you know, the opportunity yeah. to take, be a part of, and to kind of talk to those points.
0: Yeah, and we also want to follow up on it. Like I said, we did have the opportunity to talk to some some builders and owners. And I think what we'll what we'll do is we're going to end up reaching out to some of these guys and, and see if we can do more of an in-depth conversation with them and get into those things you're talking about, like, you know, why, why this bike? Why this theme? Why did you go in this direction? You know, why did you build this part versus buy that part? And you know, and another thank you to Mike for joining us today. That was part of his feedback was, you know, if we get some of these custom guys on the show, you know, don't just make it about the person or the personality like let's get into the nitty gritty on the bikes right. if they fabricated a apart let's talk about it let's go let's go through that process or
1: right right you know get you know that's yeah the i guess the lessons learned is, as far as building custom bikes i yeah it and just like mike i want to know you know because as we start to talk about you know wanting to build our own custom bike you know to have that insight as far as how to manufacture or get certain things to work um that you know if we want a certain rake, you gotta think about this or that, and you know the type of engine yeah. you got to talk about, you know i want I need to start to really put all these pieces together, so when we do settle on a bike that we want to build and determine the style of you know the the rake and the framing and all that you know all that's gonna be huge as far as the direction and the look and feel of the bike you know so i i agree i i want to hear more about that and get more more people on the show to talk about these you know these customization woes that they've gone through right or trials and tribulations that they had to go through to get a bike to look a certain way or to perform a certain way you know so yeah i'm i'm totally on board with that okay
0: all right well i'm i'm hopeful that I get some points maybe this year. <laughs> maybe the big wheel trend doesn't go down, but a lot more vintage bikes there from what I can remember. So I'm hopeful.
1: That's good. That's good. Hopeful. So John, do you think um, the, you know, what you saw there today, you had indicated that you see that some of the the, the newer bikes that come out going to have that vintage or that retro feel to them. Did you, did you see a lot of that there this time around? Mm, I'm sure. You, not, no, not
2: from new ones. I no, not for new okay. ones. Okay. okay, not for new ones. I mean, I think you got the rideable vintage look. I think you're you're getting people, customers, or custom manufacturers are, are going towards a vintage style look more than the new big wheel bagger. I think. I think. I, I, the phase isn't gone. I the a big wheel bagger isn't gone, but it's but it does feel tired. And I, I don't think, want
0: to keep hammering on it, but it just feels a little tired now.
2: Right. And I I think the vintage stuff is going to start coming around cuz I think there was from last show to this one, I think there's a lot more vintage bike rideable bikes there.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I hear you. I think it looks I think you have such a unique, you know, just to have a, something unique looking, something vintage, something retro, something that you've created. Not that you just slapped on some new grips, you know, put right. on a new seat, put right. on a night exhaust. You know, this is something that you've built. You know, you've changed this bike.
0: Or you've restored. There were a couple mm-hmm. of nice restored bikes too that they were kind of like as they would have been, let's say, in the sixties.
1: Right. Or let's say you you've taken an old bike and put some like r1 forks and front end on it you know that you totally changed it up you know to make it perform you know so those are the types of things you know as we talk about our builds you know that i want to kind of incorporate in our builds because i want bits and pieces of everything sprinkled in on on the bike that we build eventually
0: oh he said we
1: i did
3: Mm,
0: i like the sound of that yeah yeah because that means i get help (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: awesome yeah man so well, I'm I'm sad you weren't here Rico but I j- was
1: there in spirit
0: you were there in spirit John made up for it big thanks to Mike for hanging out with us I know he really enjoyed it he had a good time and as did we so yes no nothing really negative to say about today even the rain I mean it stinks to ride in the rain but I'd rather be
1: riding in the rain than than not riding. Right. Uh, oh, so one more thing. what Would you have it on B? What do you think? Copper. Copper. Any porters? Um any flat tires?
0: Mike had the Fight. Fat Boy. Fat Boy, that's it. John had the Southside Vice and I had one too of his. Nice. And, what do you think of the Fat Boy? And the Copper? He's- he liked it. Yeah, he was looking for a multi beer, you know, like a like a stout porter kind of kind of yeah, beer. So that was right up his alley. Yeah, that's a good beer.
2: Uh, and then the other thing, talking about that, we also Mike's never been to OMB, B, so we did that. Pop his cherries Pop that one.
0: Pop 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 pop.
1: So did he like? Did he like O and B? Will he be back?
0: I don't know. Other than being wet, super <laughs> wet, and super crowded, because no one could sit outside either.
3: Yeah, uh, he
2: he scored a table over in a corner though, which was amazing. Yeah, that was good. Oh, and and just to kind of <laughs> tell people on how wet it was, my jacket was on Richard's. Well, it was on the chair, and by the time we left, there was puddles of water. <laughs> Where just like, nice. yeah, our jackets
0: up. were dripping so much. There were huge puddles of water. Actually, the waitstaff even came by and cleaned up the floor once because there was so much water.
2: She never did my where my when the jacket was. Yeah, she didn't you. get to your side. <laughs> but, oh hell no! And then and then we were leaving, and some lady asked if we were leaving. We we're like, yeah. And we I warned her about the water spots just so I was like, just watch it. There's some puddles. Yeah,
0: don't step on the puddles.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, cool guys. I'm glad you guys had a
1: great time. I'm glad uh, Mike was able to hang out and be a part of the loud Pipes crew Indeed. and experience yeah. that whole thing. And you know, apply his uh, input where he deemed necessary. Let's uh, let's think about uh, maybe having him on the show so we can talk about his experience about with the uh, Easy yep. Riders. That'd be cool.
0: Well, we did for sure. And also, you know, like we said, he likes to ranch. He likes to build parts for his bike. So. He's going through I think revision three on his foot peg, so we may we may do something around that too. Yes, awesome. that is correct. So Rich, shall we shut it down for tonight? Shut it down? Yeah, it's probably time for the downshift.
2: Yeah, down for downshift.
0: But before we do that. Okay. There's one more?
2: There's one more thing. I heard we're taking a trip. We're taking a trip? Yeah, we're taking a trip. Thursday? Where y'all going?
0: This is gonna come out after we get back, you realize.
2: That's right. Anyways. All right. So what events we got lined up here, Rich?
0: (laughs) Uh, We should just leave that in. Yeah, just leave it. (laughs) Events. Well, Easy Riders. we cleared that one. Done.
2: I'll have some chips.
0: Rolex 24, presumably, by the time everyone's hearing this, we'll have been there and done that. Uh, American Flat Track Race in Charlotte, April 1st, should be good. Trying to get Kenny to, to come down here for that. Come on, Kenny. He he was a maybe for Easy Rider, didn't work out.
2: You got time, come on. By that time, you know, he should be able to have that bike running.
0: Uh, April, Pennsylvania, still sketchy, mm, I don't know. Yeah, that's sketchy coming through the mountain. No. Got to come over Fancy Gap there. or uh,
2: Well, he's got a truck, right?
0: Is it Fancy Gap? What is that? Uh,
2: Yeah. He's got a truck, doesn't he?
0: Uh, No, I don't think so.
2: I would want to trail my
1: baby through the mountains in the snow. Anything can happen. No thanks.
2: All right. We've
0: also got John's going to do a MotoVlogger's meetup, mountain meetup, April 7th through 9th. So you're going to come to Charlotte on the 1st, then you're going to turn around and leave again in six days? Yep. That a boy. What do you think I'm doing this
2: weekend? Or 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 what am,
0: well last weekend.
2: Well I did last weekend.
0: It's hard recording these in advance, isn't it?
2: <laughs> you got some editing to do.
0: Uh there'll be a motorcycle podcaster challenge again at some point. We don't have that all ironed out, but stay tuned and hopefully you're on the email list. So we'll be sending out probably be sending out a reminder kickoff email here in the next couple of weeks. Uh Rolling Thunder in Washington, DC, May twenty eighth. That's tentative. And everything else, other than Barber, is up in the air after that. Yes. Awesome. Well, with that, I would like to thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. That would be our first five riders, Marcus, Rickard, Edward, Jebby, and Zion. Big thanks to Barbershop rider Chuck. And we also have our riders group level Steve, Mike, Micah, Mark, and Kenny. For all of your show swag needs, head over to loudpipes.net slash store. Give John something to do over the weekend. As we know, we don't want him with idle hands. And additional information from this episode, (laughs) including links, images. Yes, images from the Easy Riders can be found on the website loudpipes.net slash 73. There's links there to also leave us feedback, subscribe to the show, follow us on social media. Logan. Shabilla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kick stands up.
1: I'm wet. Okay. Look <laughs> like a baby and head out. <laughs>
0: If you're enjoying the show and want more, check out loudpipes.net slash donate.